0: Valvoline Instant Oil Change is the quick, easy, trusted place for your next oil change. is convenient, no appointment needed. You can even stay in your car while they do the work. You don't have to sit in some waiting room, you know? Mm -hmm. Their friendly, certified technicians have over 270 hours of training and... They get you in and out fast while performing a thorough, free eighteen-point maintenance check with your oil change. We got someone here who just experienced this.
1: Our own Aaron Blair, Blair. Well, how was it? It was awesome. I took my Jeep uh, Jock Jams in and got a sweet oil change, and uh, and I actually brought a book because I thought it would take a while and uh, they had me in like 15 minutes it was awesome well also you should point out you can't read I can't So, but I wanted people to <laughs> you, think I could yeah but yeah, I mean you
0: know. uh, come on yeah maybe somebody hot is there and they're literary. like oh what
1: are you reading I'm like oh and then then you know now I've I'm, I got a date yeah, yeah I don't but think uh, that's, gonna,
0: that's not how people meet each other didn't,
1: didn't have time for that
0: yeah so if you see Blade driving around in his beautifully oiled jock jams <laughs> give him the old thumbs up <laughs> or throw a tangerine at him <laughs> Anyway, uh, Valvoline, they're doing it right. Visit valvoline.com slash Conan for an exclusive offer towards your next oil change. Sona, how's your sock drawer looking?
2: It's messy. There's a lot of single socks.
0: Yep. I think it's time for a little spring cleaning. Oh. (laughs) Check out Bombas. Once you try a pair, you'll never look at socks the same way again. I should know, I like my Bombas. Their spring collection has new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. My feet have never been to a party. <laughs> oh,
3: <that's laughs> They've so got sad.
0: stripes and florals and new vintagey colored rib socks. You know, when I'm wearing Bombas, I feel like my feet are being caressed
4: oh, okay. and cared
0: for in a way they never have been in my life. Hmm. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to Bombas.com slash Conan and use code Conan for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash Conan and use code Conan at checkout.
3: Hi, my name is Tig Notaro. And I feel gay about being Conan (laughs) O'Brien's friend. I'm clocking that laughter as hate crime. (laughs)
0: That, did you see that I did not laugh? I solemnly nodded. you see nodded. How I'm
3: not looking over there? And it was Matt Gorley who laughed mm-hmm.
0: and laughed at the idea that someone could even be gay, which I thought was terrible. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. You're, you're gay? gay?
3: I am dabbling. Oh, I I've been dabbling for decades. Okay. Not sold on it. When are you going pro? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> even in the minor leagues of gay.
3: Why are you laughing at that? Oh, hey, girl. <laughs> I was
0: laughing at and
3: the whole concept. At me. <laughs> was...
1: Walkin' loose, climb the fence, books and pens, I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Yes, I can tell that we are gonna be
4: friends.
0: Hey, and welcome to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, and I just heard Gorley's phone go off as we started. And maybe if you back it up, Gorley, we can hear that and boost the sound, and here it is. Here it is. All right, what is that? What's going on? You're, you're a professional. You've been podcasting since, you were one of the first people to invent a podcast. <laughs> That's right. You were doing this in the 1950s.
1: That's why I get a certain amount of latitude for my phone going off. Ooh. What
0: What was the deal with your phone? Who was trying to contact you? This is a notification that there's sound in her nursery. Wait, you have a machine that is listening to your daughter? It's not a
1: machine, it's a baby monitor. Title, what? what?
0: <laughs> well, I'm just, I just find it creepy. It's very Orwellian. I love saying things are Orwellian because everyone overuses it. Wow, this tea is so Orwellian. Um, My daughter's
1: not spouting like hot button topics that need free speech. She's either crying and needs something. So we, we want to be alerted.
0: But, right. But but you're here at work and your daughter is um, at home. Yeah. In a crib. So what can you do about this situation? Well, Why are you being alerted?
1: Because this thing's always on. So when I'm home and I need to tend to her, I don't think to turn it off before I come here because I'm just going to have to turn it on again. Also, I I like to I can check in on it from here too and she might just be gooing and giggling and it's nice to, you know.
2: I should get one. I'm
0: sorry, no. I don't think so. I think that we are, it's this whole helicopter parent thing. We're too involved and it starts right now and this is a great example, Gorley. You've got a device in the crib that's listening to every sound and then you're right now 25 5 miles away uh, and you're getting an alert that maybe she gurgled or burgled,
1: and you can't do anything about it. Well, I'm not. I'm not worried that she needs my help. My wife is there. But sometimes I might just want to check in and just get a taste. That's, you not, know? Your right. a That's not your right. That's not your right. You don't even know your kids' names.
0: Why should I? There's number one and number two. I know the first one was a girl and the second one was a boy. So so. I, but I we said number one and number two, and I've got a busy life. I've got a podcast to do. I've mm-hmm. got self care and maintenance. I'm sorry. I think
1: your uh, priorities. are different, but you know, that's okay.
0: All right. Well, listen, I was, I think a good father until I was asked to to separate from the children. (laughs) But I, I think I was a very good father, very attentive father, but I don't remember being you know, at work, like at Rockefeller Center with a device that goes, your son just breathed a little bit. (laughs) Your son just exhaled. It didn't exist back then. It didn't exist. It wasn't that long ago. We're only talking 16 years. Yeah, (laughs) no. But this is the new thing now. So parents, now Sona, do you have a device right now that tells you, oh wait, no, you have a family, Uh, a massive family that takes care of your children.
2: Well, no. Yeah, you do. I mean, we, we have a lot of help from family, but we did have a monitor. And then there's, I, I think not a day goes by where I'm like, we need a we need a new monitor because now we just like put them in their crib and if they're not making sounds, we just. Leave but, them there. <laughs> but when
0: you would listen to the monitor, didn't you just hear <laughs> Armenian people shouting? What? I mean, seriously, you have so so. No, but
2: he's talking about if, like, you know, the baby needs you and is crying, then you can't hear them. Then you like go in there because
0: it's so much chaos over at Sona's house. Sometimes you have to admit it is.
2: It is. I'm not gonna lie. You've it's, got that's your, just you've got, normal. yeah,
0: you've got your father. Yeah. Okay, you've got your mother. You've yeah. got tax parents. Yeah. You've got uncles and aunts and Strozzi and Brosi and Grosi. Wow. Wow. How
1: are Strozzi? Strosi,
2: <laughs> what is Strosi and Brosi? Were those names or are, were those relatives?
0: No, no, like, no. I'm just saying when I go over there, there's so many people. And oh, by the way, they are lovely. I, I yeah. love your family. Uh-huh. I don't want to make that Strozi very clear. Ambrose. and I've been to Armenia with you, and I think I am very in touch with the Armenian people. So you
2: think you can just say like Strosi well, and Brosi? Well,
0: actually, Strosi and Brosi are real people. <laughs> Who are they? They are. They're her uncles, and you know. Uncle Who's the uncle you have? You had one uncle that uh, said that I was, looked like I was in good shape, but I need to lose 10 pounds. My
2: uncle Murad, he didn't say, you were like, I, I feel like I need, I'm losing weight. I feel like I'm need. i gaining weight. And he's like, ah, you could lose te- 10 pounds. <laughs> he did.
0: That was <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> And then Brosie was like, yeah, I think so too. And then they both said, do you want some flattened pomegranate that's been dried on a rock? <laughs> oh, and I said, God. you know, I think I'm pretty good.
2: Uh, oh, um, you, that happened. Uh,
0: never forget it. I never almost forget Almost 10
2: years ago. I never
0: forget a put down.
2: You. You never no. forget. He told
0: that. me you could lose ten pounds. And guess what? He's not wrong. Yeah. You got um, strozied, bro. <laughs> I got totally strozied and then on the backside I got brosied.
1: Yeah. Stro. <laughs>
0: um, right. But uh no, what I'm saying is Sona doesn't need a baby monitor because she has twins. Yeah. She can barely get her hands on those kids. Right. Because there's constantly people there. Strozy
2: and brosie are there. But they're you know, I I understand what what Matt's saying though. It's good to have a monitor and and watch your children and, and make sure that they don't need anything. And there are times when I'm like, I should have a monitor and see if they need me for something. You know
0: what? Now I feel, I do feel badly and I think you should activate your phone. Oh. Is there a way to activate it so it only buzzes if it's Glenn? We
1: can also talk to her through Oh, this. really? Yeah, do you want to? Okay, yeah, let's exploit
0: let's, your newborn let's just child. Let's see at sure. least
1: what's going on before there's we no, do that. No problem with that. You
2: said you felt bad?
0: No, no, for a minute I felt bad that I, I made, I don't want you to wow, turn off. Worse. Uh-oh, Apology. are we listening right now? Let's listen. This is incredible. This is so invasive. Well, we'll, we'll be able Poor to. Poor Glenn. Glenn is how many months now? Let's She's paint the picture. She's almost eight months. Almost eight months yeah. old. And she has a microphone dangling over her crib. <laughs> and <laughs> you're 20 miles away in a podcast. Let's see if we could get studio.
1: Amanda to come in here. Oh, you're calling Amanda right now? Well, I'm going to use the baby monitor to see if we can get them to come into the nursery. Hey, uh, Marty, it's Marty. Uh, Can you bring Glenn into the nursery? This is gonna freak her out. I know it is. Wait, what's happening, Amanda? Where, who's Marty? It's our nickname for each other. We call each other Marty. It's a long story. Wait a minute. Her name's Amanda, which is a beautiful name, and you're calling her Marty. Well, like she started calling Mar- me Marty, and I, I didn't like it. Oh, so real for creative re- revenge. Oh, right. I just started calling her Marty. Mm. Okay, yeah, Amanda, are you there? Got marriage. Isn't it? I'm on the baby monitor.
0: It'd be great if we just got a real slice into his life, where she was like you again. <laughs> Because he doesn't know yet that we're listening. When are you gonna be a real man?
1: <laughs> Come on the baby monitor, we're on the podcast. <laughs> oh my God, the baby's not in the crib. I know. But you heard a sound in the crib. She must've gotten picked up and taken out.
0: Or said, no one's listening to me. Dad's got me on an app, I am out of here. Is that possible? <laughs> That's might- creepy, there's a black and white video of an empty crib, which I just find chilling.
2: But it, you had baby monitors. I yeah. know that if we have eyes no, no. on here, she'll be like, of course we had a baby monitor.
0: Yeah, but we weren't listening to it when we were 60 miles away.
2: Right, right. That just,
0: that's the part I find weird and we weren't connecting it to a podcast because they were was a relatively unknown art form then. Uh-huh. And I did say art form,
1: I think I've elevated it. Oh, oh. she's sitting in the nursery chair. Who oh. is? I see you. Marty, can you hear me? I see you. This is, I'll admit, this is creepy. Well, first of all, you're calling your wife Marty. Hi, Amanda, I don't (laughs) mean (laughs) to scare you. Name of an Ernest Borgnine movie. We're doing a podcast and we're just checking in with you
0: guys. Just checking in. I'm just going to keep muttering while he babbles (sighs) to his wife, whose name is not Marty. Can you hear me? What a cute arrangement. I'll call you Marty if you call me Marty. Yeah, yeah, can
1: you hear me? Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, Oh, You're on the podcast right now. Yeah, you're on
0: the podcast, Amanda, or should I call you Marty? (laughs) Oh my God, is she okay? Did she just say, did she just say, help, help, I'm married to a monster? <laughs> so,
1: they're, <laughs> they're worried you're you're taken hostage right now.
0: Are you okay?
2: This seems like the worst way to talk to someone else.
0: Yeah, we're talking on a podcast into an iPhone that's connected <laughs> oh, to a baby monitor. She's also <laughs> breastfeeding, so we should Oh, for God's oh. sake! <laughs> you
1: can't see her. Well- how come?
0: <laughs> oh my God. Well, I'm Conan. sorry. I'm interested in how oh, nursing works.
2: God. I, oh God. Some
0: app you that is. is. Isn't there a, a, a Isn't there a sort of a panoramic uh. thing you can click on? <laughs> Hi, I'm a known creep in Perth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, they can't see anything, but we'll let you go. Sorry to disturb you. This was a horrible mistake. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, we're sorry, um, Amanda, a.k.a. Marty. And um, please. Please go back to feeding your child with your own body. Oh, <laughs> oh God. my God! <laughs> One body feeds another.
1: I'll see you soon if I'm still allowed. Oh God, that was
0: um what an invasion all around. Yeah, I, yeah. I regret that heavily. That least. was a terrible idea
1: of yours. That was a great just disservice to my wife.
2: Sitting there breastfeeding, she and was, then you was just breastfeeding and like, on a
1: podcast. Then, this is the, she just sent me a picture of Glenn's reaction to that whole thing.
2: Oh my
0: God, look at that reaction. <laughs> that is a fantastic reaction. Put that up oh online. Oh, man. Yes. <laughs> Wait, they're doing what? Who's
1: that? Fuck.
0: Wait. Yeah. And you know what? She unlatched to make that She face. did.
1: I saw that her. That meant she
0: the... gave up sustenance <laughs> to make it quite clear to us that we're a bunch of shitheads.
1: I am a horrible, horrible father and husband. Uh, I apologize. Well, at
0: least now everything matches. Bad dad. <sighs> Bad friend, huh. bad coworker.
2: Huh.
0: We've got to move on. Uh, yeah. uh, that was incredible, and she is beautiful. By the way, I will end oh, on that. Thank you. Your wife's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, your daughter's beautiful. I think I'm attractive too. Get some work done. Why can't All can't right. You just give a compliment. And just leave it. I can't. It's, it's just, gotta be about just, me. I just right.
2: say,
4: just say you oh, be have yeah. a beautiful
2: wife, beautiful daughter, and, and then, a beautiful coworker. And then don't say anything yeah. okay. Just let it go.
1: The podcast is named after me. Conan Gray needs a friend. Uh, yeah, it's it's it. actually named after like a, a, a state of being, not really after you. It's a, it's kind of like a sad state of being is yeah. what it's named after. Yeah. Okay, soon it's going to be changed to Conan Gray needs a friend. Uh, Guy's beating
0: me every day. He's more he, popular. He
2: was at the Met Gala.
0: Okay, I, I went there once. I was asked to leave, but I went. <laughs> Let's go. My guest today is a very funny comedian, actor, and podcast host who is currently on her Hello Again tour, and tickets are available at TIG. Notaro.com. I'm very excited to chat with her today. She's a good friend, uh, a brilliant person, and all around just lovely. Tig Notaro, welcome. Look, sexuality, I feel gay about being Conan O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, And I think that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. I really do. I love me. Um, And I'm attracted to me. When I catch catch a look at myself in the mirror Mm -hmm. or any kind of shiny surface, I'm entranced. (laughs) I really am. I think I'm a good-looking tall drink of water. Yeah? I think I'm a fun raconteur. You don't hear that often. I don't. Um, (laughs) I
3: don't hear it nearly enough.
0: Well, I'm going to say it a few more times. I am a raconteur. Uh, and I think an absolute delight. Right, Sona? Um,
2: no, I would disagree. I not <laughs> disagree with Tensioning all of the here above. here
0: is incredible. Yeah. Um, Tig, I'm going to preface everything I say now uh, by telling you how much I adore you, which you know is true.
4: Yep, I sure Wow, do. you're
0: just checking things off a list, aren't you? <laughs> and compliment, check. And uh, you're a hilariously funny person. Yep. And I <laughs> have very much enjoyed every time I've had a chance to perform with you or talk to you. Yep. And... <laughs> Yet I feel like there's a lot of shit you and I need to straighten out between us. You know, I think there's some bad vibes and uh, we need to get this stuff out on the table and we need to talk about it. That's why I'm here. Okay. You walk in here with some, I don't know. Sparkling
3: water with hops in it.
0: Yes, it's sparkling water with hops in it. And this is not an ad or anything, but it's Lagunitas. Hoppy refresher and it's got a very sort of niche appeal. It feels um, very gay. Hip. It feels very hipster. I would not say gay. <laughs> I would not say gay. I would not. Okay. But uh um,
3: bicurious has a bicurious <laughs> vibe to it.
0: It does. Okay, I'll say it. It has a bicurious <laughs> vibe to it. And, bicarbonated vibe. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you very much. But yeah. both bicarbonated yeah. and bicurious. And um, so I thought we'd start there. We'd start on this drink that you introduced. Yes. Which felt like an aggressive move. You came in here with this aggressively cool drink. Yeah. Uh, hipstery <laughs> drink. And you're sipping it and you're really enjoying it.
3: Is and it I, hipstery? Why? Oh, It's don't, hopstery.
0: Don't worry about that. He mm-hmm. doesn't understand. It's got a special. Anything
3: he doesn't recognize yeah. Yeah. is hip. Yeah. Yep. Okay.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. If um, I'm presented with any kind of math problem, I say, oh, this hipster jargon. <laughs> yeah. It's just because I'm not good at math. I don't understand. Oh, well, okay, yeah. you
3: should hang out at my house because my son, Finn, is obsessed with math. That's yeah. a good thing. And it comes from his obsession with sports. And he wakes up every morning... Gets on Stephanie's phone. Stephanie, of course, is my husband. Gets on Stephanie's phone, <laughs> checks stats, five in the morning, Whoa. right when he rolls out of bed.
0: I think that's cool.
3: That's mm-hmm. great when they
0: have an interest yeah. like that. Um, I wasn't
3: saying it was uncool. I'm, I'm just trying to move the conversation along. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you felt it needed moving? I thought we were rolling along nicely. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You felt we had a flat and we're stuck in a ditch, <laughs> and you got out, rolled up your sleeves, and got the car going again, so I guess you're the hero of this situation. Oh. God, I'm so enraged, and I don't know why. <laughs> talking to someone I adore.
3: Do you like some hop? No,
0: I will not have your hoppy, okay. hipstery drink. Um, <laughs> my son
3: mm-hmm.
0: has, I mean, it's, I just love that when you have kids, I have two kids. What's one? Yeah, two. 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 We, yeah, there's two. <laughs> and there's... Um, My son is just so talented and good at math and coding. I don't know where that comes from. It doesn't come from me. I don't think it comes from my wife. Hmm. But – but it was present when he was like one and a half years old. He was just wanted to push buttons. You remember, I'd bring him by the I office. I do. I zona. remember.
2: He's and, always liked it. Yeah. And
0: he just always wanted to get near a keyboard and start just pushing buttons. And then accidentally, he'd, you know, program a missile to fire into mm-hmm. Russia. Oh, and it caused yeah. a lot of problems. Yeah. But uh, actually, we visited the White House once. Yeah. And they took us a tour of the Situation Room. And he pushed a button in the Situation Room. And a guy came in and went, Is everything OK?
3: Oh, my God. And we were like, How What old do you mean? Was he?
0: he was like five. Wow. And he had pushed a button in the Situation Room, which is in the basement of uh, the White House. That's cool. And a guy came in and said, the, you know, we're in trouble button was pushed. (laughs) And my son was there and he's like, it's a button. You push buttons. Also,
3: why are they letting you in the Situation Room? Yeah, also, why are they calling it the we're in trouble button? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Let's take these one at a time, okay? Okay. Okay. (laughs) They call it the we're in trouble button because everyone immediately knows what it means. Yes. And there's a lot of, here's the problem. It's a lot of writing. It's a very mm-hmm. long sentence on a very small button. Okay. So you can't really make it out. Second of all, why was I in the situation room? Yeah. Consultation. Come on. I okay. am brought in occasionally. No. I was during the Obama administration, still in the Biden administration. I am brought in to consult no. on foreign matters. Role affairs. playing
1: the catastrophe? Oh, or- no, okay.
0: okay. Everyone's really laughing up the storm. <laughs> no, that's true. But you could see that. Uh, they, they wanted to get Conan's hot take. Mm-hmm. And so they- they they bring me in, and I've done that many times.
2: No, that never happened. Mm.
0: I did it for Truman. I did it for Eisenhower. Okay. I did it for Kennedy. Uh, I've done, uh, you know, whatever. I do my part for my country. Okay. But anyway, he was always obsessed and with we that. we salute you. <laughs> well, how come you're not saluting? Your, <laughs> we- arm, your arms are folded well, it's very- It's a de-
3: podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you say, we salute you, yet you refuse to salute?
3: That's right. You let the, the listeners at home imagine <laughs> all the saluting <laughs> that's going on.
0: Well, I would like to say that you're- your arms are folded very defiantly. It like is you the will,
1: opposite of a salute.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is as far from a salute as I can possibly imagine.
3: Well, you know my delivery is slow, so this is the beginning of a salute. It takes a little while for my arms to uncross, and then the saluting, it... Goes haywire. This is
0: like watching a, a flower bloom. Mm-hmm. You can speed up the footage, and we'd see if we, if we sped it up incredibly, we'd see an actual salute. That's right. But uh, if I actually want to see it play out, it's going to be like 15 hours, and you have to be in bright sunlight.
2: Mm. 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 <laughs>
4: That's
0: funny because a flower has to be in bright uh, yeah. sunlight to bloom. That's why that's very funny.
2: Wow. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh. Oh, wow.
0: And uh, can we, is there a way to add laughs later? <laughs> is there a wow. way that we could add just people going I'm crazy? I'm such an you know? easy
2: laugher too sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I laughed at everything Tig has said so far. I can extend you the say? silence it's like crickets. if crickets. just crickets. Yeah.
0: Mm. Do you, um, mm. you know what I always think mm. when I hear crickets? Mm. That the crickets are at the show and they enjoy it.
1: They're laughing. That's the way a cricket the laughs. The crickets are
0: showing their appreciation. Isn't
1: that the way they mate, so you, you're making them want to mate.
0: Yeah, that's my comedy is always, like, uh, very quickly uh, to people doing it. Uh, um, do your kids think you're funny? Do, do, they, uh, do you clown for them, or do, do you give them the sort of dry classic Tignotaro uh, delivery?
3: Well, if it matters to anyone, it's Notaro. <laughs> but... Um, but...
1: There's some laughs. <laughs>, laughs.
2: She's been on your show so many times. I just think it doesn't matter. I know. That's why it I said really does it matter. matter. It
0: doesn't matter. Look,
2: if you me- How many me-
0: times have, did Regis Philbin call me Conan? For all of his entire life, he called me Conan. Who did?
1: Regis Philbin. Okay. You mean Regis Philbin? <laughs>
0: okay, here we go. Okay. But I never complained, and this is my way of showing dominance. I'm not
3: complaining. I said, I- if it matters- <laughs>
0: It's TIG Notaro. Yeah. I know.
3: Um, and is it, is it uh, TIG? Yeah.
0: Just T-I-G.
3: That's right. Three Gs.
0: There was a while there I was calling you Chog. <laughs> no? I do. I really, I swear to God, I thought that you were from the Netherlands and I was uh-huh. saying it's Chog Notaro and you said, please. And then I worked my way to TIG. Now we're at TIG Notaro and yeah. we're right where we need to be.
3: That is right. Um, my children at times think I'm funny, I think.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, you know, we have laughs as a family, but, um, there...
0: I'm not from social services. <laughs> I feel like I'm here with a clipboard and are there occasional laughs?
3: There are occasional laughs. Uh-huh. We we do smile. <laughs> we feel glad. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are things mm-hmm. that make us feel glad. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, when they, <laughs> they know that I fly away and tell jokes, um, mm-hmm. but I, they're so... There are not even six yet, and so their sense of humor is, um, you know, it's a little silly. Yeah. And so yeah. we get real silly at the house. That's um, Yeah. They like my – I have a, an animated stand-up special on HBO, and they've watched that over and over again. I think they really enjoy the animation, and I talk a lot about Stephanie in it, and so they, they love that too.
0: They must be – I mean that's a kid's dream is to see their uh, one of their parents as a cartoon. Yeah. I would think.
3: It seems like that's what they are most interested in. When they see if my my other specials pop up or something on a, a platform, they call me Tig. They'll say, oh, there's Tig Notaro. <laughs> and, at, and what they call me is Mare, which is French for mother. Mm-hmm. But when they see me in anything professional, they say, there's Tig Notaro. And then with Star Trek... They want to fast forward through anything and just see the spaceship fly by.
0: <laughs> they they fast forward past your scenes just mm-hmm. to see the spaceship fly. Yes.
3: I think a lot of people probably do that too.
0: <laughs> it's hard to compete with a spaceship. Yeah. Yeah. it looks so cool. Right. You know, and they're sort of arcing around in uh-huh. orbit. Yeah. You get to look at the planet and the ship and kind of look at the little twinkling lights. <laughs> I do it too yeah. I'm just being honest with you
3: You fast forward through my parts to the spaceship
0: I've never seen you on yeah. it I just see the ship over right. and over and I actually mm-hmm. son, isn't this true I had you once go through all of those episodes of Star Trek and yeah. remove all the scenes that was just spaceship
2: <laughs> We had to we had we halted production for a few days just so we could get our crew to edit out all of your scenes just yeah. so we could get the spaceship $600,000
0: yeah. in cost
2: It's very
3: expensive
0: Yeah but I was like, Is that a lot of money? Nicely done Very nicely done I'm told, I'm told that's a lot of money. (laughs) You know, people say we live in a bubble and I say, Uh, no, we don't. Because I happen to know $600,000, that's like, that's, uh, what what is that? Like, that's like four meals or something. I mean, it's ridiculous Uh, what people have to go through. It's insane. (laughs) You know, it's incredible to have the flexibility to work in all sorts of places, whether it's taking video calls from the park Or emailing large files while you're grocery shopping. Sona, this is good for you. Is it? Because you're always doing whatever work you do for me from fun locations.
2: But I like blaming it on not having reception.
0: I know, but you can't do that here. Working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network, which is why you should check out T-Mobile, Sona. Then you got no excuses. They're America's largest and fastest 5G network. With T-Mobile, you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need for your life on the go. Plus... They also cover more highway miles with 5G than anybody else. Check it out if you don't believe me.
1: Hey, Blake, you've got T-Mobile, right? I do. I was actually just up in the woods in Idlewild. It was fantastic for the weekend. And uh, my T-Mobile didn't miss it. My T-Mobile phone didn't miss you it. You know, be- I
0: wouldn't think you'd need a cell phone
1: because you speak so loudly into a <laughs> microphone. Well, I had to look some stuff up.
0: Just take Sorry. it Just down it down. I didn't notch. know when
2: brunch was. I can hear him. When the
0: restaurants open for brunch. Okay. Uh, so I used uh, my T-Mobile coverage to check out brunch. That's brunch. All right.
3: My son Max is very much, um, I, he's the one I could see if either child gets into comedy, it's, it's Max. Um, and uh, he's very interested in reading or having joke books and riddles read to him, and he likes to try and make up jokes. And uh, so isn't,
0: isn't that so funny that I don't, I don't know any jokes hmm. You know, standard jokes Like I do. guy walks into a, a bar and there's a duck there And the duck's wearing a confederate hat And um, that's actually the beginning of a very good joke oh. I gotta work on it yeah. But I don't know jokes Do you really know jokes?
3: Yeah, I know when I was in uh, Texas There was a, a joke I would hear all the time That I really enjoyed And mm-hmm. that's um, Why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know to prove to the armadillo that it could be done.
0: <laughs> you say this is very popular in Texas? Oh, yeah. You know,
3: it's like on the side of the road, you see dead armadillos all the time. Um, and then another favorite joke of mine is... Uh,
0: that's, that's true. Yeah. That's all you see on the side of the road yeah. are dead armadillos.
3: See why it's a popular joke in yes. Texas? Yes, I get It's it. good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the poor things, you know, dead on the side of the... That... By the way, when you see dead animals on the side of the road, how is it that when they get hit by cars, they all are okay enough to drag themselves to the side of the road? I think,
0: I think <laughs> they get thrown. A lot of them get thrown Throw, to the side of the road. Okay, okay. I know, because I try and hit them, and I, uh, so I spend a that lot of time. Is with not,
3: that? that is not okay. <laughs> it's bad? Driving, yes, yes. Well, I wouldn't hit
0: a dog or a cat, but when I see an armadillo... <laughs> it's like Christmas came early. No, you know?
4: sir. <laughs> my mother used to feed
3: armadillos in our backyard. Oh, really? Yes. That's anyway, nice. um, another joke that I've always really enjoyed is. Uh,
0: <laughs> you got us. You got us. Okay. Here we are.
3: All right. All right. Uh, uh, a couple. Let's make them heterosexual, just because. I appreciate um, that. Trying to. Yeah include everyone in my episode here thank you very much um okay a um a heterosexual it doesn't matter what the gender sexuality Mm -hmm. okay a couple is in bed middle of the night and somebody knocks at the door and the husband gets up goes to the door and he goes back to bed and his wife says who was that and he said "Uh, uh some guy wanting a push and um and she said did you help him and he said, N- "No, it's three in the morning. I'm just going to go out and help him with a push." And um, and she said, "Well, what if that that was you or us, and we needed help?" And she and he said, "Oh, you're right. Okay, fine." And he gets up, puts a robe on, goes out to the door, and just yells into the darkness, "Hey, are you still there? Um, do you still need a push?" And the guy said, "Yeah." And he said, where are you? And he said, I'm over here on the swing. (laughs) (laughs) that's fantastic that's good that's a great joke
0: It's a really good joke I get see uh, what happens is that's good I I would be I don't remember them people will tell me that joke and I swear to God in three days I won't remember that joke Uh, and also I I get I get worried about making sure that everything is just right in the setup Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's why I, I don't but I'm I'm blown away by when I first came out here and I saw, I was at some event and uh, the MC was Milton Burrow, Like, you know, one of the biggest stars of the 50s. And they said, it's Milton Burrow, And at this time it was like 1986. And I'm sitting in the audience and I'm thinking, oh, you know, they brought out the old timer. He destroyed. Uh, yeah. He destroyed because he had 100,000 <sighs> great jokes that he had been working on since 1911. <laughs> Seriously, and working on them. And so he just came out and, I mean, there was no air in the room. It was that funny. Yeah,
3: I don't have a style like that, but um, my son Max uh, might. The way he you know, follows us around the house, just rattling off different jokes from joke books. Uh, one he told me last night and Tell me if you've heard this one. (laughs) What has four wheels and flies?
0: I I don't know.
3: Garbage truck.
0: Oh. (laughs) Oh, God, yes. I did for a second start to think of flies being attracted, and I thought, hot dog cart? (laughs) But I didn't go. But, you know, maybe they're good hot dogs. I mean,
3: that's the answer (laughs) to it also, I guess. Um, Any food cart, you know. Um, no,
0: I think my way. I had a <laughs> mental image of the hot dog cart mm-hmm. that's not well cared for. It's, uh, I'm it, flexible.
3: I can run it by uh, Max. See if he's run it by
0: Max and see if he's okay switching it to the hot dog mm-hmm. cart. <laughs> okay. Did you uh, grow up around comedy? You're, was my your mother was very funny. mother was very my funny? My stepfather
3: was very funny, too. And Did I think you, my father as well.
0: I think you told me once your mom liked pranks. Yeah. Uh, that's another thing I've always been always too scared to pull a prank you know because no. like, oh my god what if someone gets hurt I just ruined comedy like that beforehand <laughs> like, what if I try and pull a prank on someone and something goes wrong and they're hurt <laughs> you know, I'll be liable. Um, that's a real fun way to approach life. Uh,
1: and comedy.
0: You should see, it'd be really funny if I had a prank show like Punked. except all I'm doing is checking and checking and checking <laughs> to make sure that no one could possibly get hurt. And then stepping in and talking to this, the person they're pranking and saying, just a second, are you okay? If that doorknob were to be slightly warmer than you'd think it would be.
1: You've been prepped. You've been prepped.
0: And I have lawyers with me. Me and we're getting them to sign stuff, <laughs> and then finally something happens that they totally figured out beforehand, yeah. and I'm like, we go like, bling, 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 "Gotcha!" <laughs> Conan like, well,
3: O'Brien's safety first, safety prank first. first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was raised. My mother pranked us. She pranked her friends. Uh, she pranked people she didn't like. Mm. But she also would, like, dye our food weird colors when our friends would spend the (laughs) night. Uh, What are you talking about? Well, like, our friends would (laughs) come over and spend the night and eat dinner at our house, and my mother would get food dye and dye mashed potatoes and just different things like that, blue and red. And so a kid would be sitting there not knowing what to do uh, because— The mashed potatoes were right,
0: and then you're not supposed to say anything until the kid says, "I'm sorry." What is this? Yeah,
3: well, another very very uncomfortable. Another thing my mother did. (laughs) My mother loved my grandmother, my father's mother. We were all very close, but she thought it was funny. This is terrible. This is terrible.
0: To take her heart medication.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, but she again the 70s. um, You could follow somebody at the airport to their. to the to their
1: the gate yeah their yeah.
3: gate and my mother put a knife in my grandmother's shirt. Oh. oh my
1: God! So
3: this old woman is stopped in the um, in the line, and they're like, "You can't bring a knife <laughs> on the plane." She's like, "I didn't." That, <laughs> my That's
0: not a prank. That's a federal crime.
3: <laughs> That's, That's a frame job. Terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, listen, oh my God! Listen, you know, she was all over the place. That's solid, though. That's oh a solid. I mean, it's funny. Yeah. It's it's terrible, but yeah. it's funny yeah. to see an old woman walking through with a knife in her purse. It's so funny. That's
0: incredible. That's amazing. That's amazing. So
3: it was kind of hard when I was growing up and I was in school and I'd get in trouble for certain things because I remember, you know, there was a famous line from my childhood that the principal had me in her office saying, what if your mother knew that you had done whatever (laughs) it was? And I said, what if you knew what my mother was up to. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just have no frame of reference. Right, right. You know, my mother's sticking a knife in my poor old grandmother's <laughs> purse to see her, this old lady get she is cu- your, mor-
0: She's your moral compass. Yeah,
3: it's it's hard. It, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry I was running in the hall. <laughs> you know?
0: You're lucky that yeah. this is all you got. Yeah.
3: Oh, I was chewing gum. I wasn't listening. Well, uh, my mind... Was elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thinking about my grandmother getting caught with a knife in security. Yeah.
0: And you being know? sent away for a really long time. Exactly. I've so, up. no, no one. It's was... messed
2: up. It's said? messed up, but it's, it's funny. Yeah, it's both. Yeah. Look, that's. I think I'm looking at it from now, like. From post
0: 9-11. Yeah. post
3: 9-11 perspective right she that's would be why i dragged off to preference preface it with this was the 70s because honestly if you can
0: say that about anything this is this was the 70s <laughs> yeah so I put a bag over someone's head <laughs> and they couldn't get any air and they died and i I, I the buried 70s. them I buried them in a ditch it was the 70s <laughs> <laughs>
1: Still, everybody check your bags today before you leave.
3: I think it's funny. I would, I find the humor in putting a knife in an old lady's bag. It's I wouldn't funny. do it because yeah.
0: of 9-11. <laughs> right. But I 9/11. do see
3: the humor oh, in it. So what you're saying is and the I biggest that... drawback of 9-11
0: was it really changed pranking.
3: I also, that was the real
0: tragedy of that day.
3: I also appreciate and see the humor of coloring people's food weird yeah. colors to where they have to be like, Whoa. What is this? What is this? And they're not familiar with our family. They don't know what my mother's cooking up, you know, so. We're with
0: you. I applaud your mom. Yeah. All right. I think she was doing good stuff.
1: We used to do this thing where we would – a friend would come over and we'd all have popcorn in a bowl, but we'd eat it with a spoon and then hand them a spoon (laughs) and just just watch TV and keep eating it with a spoon just to see (laughs) what what they would do. Kind of like the the food coloring, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's experiments. It's rewarding. That's what you're doing. You're essentially – doing your own comedy experiment, yeah, you yeah. know? Um, I
0: used to love things primarily that only I was in on. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I I, I loved-
3: Watching it unfold.
0: I watched, watching things unfold. And I, I used to like to, um, long before I got on television, go places and then ask if they had a VIP area <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, and be very subtle about it, but just imply that I was a really famous person. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just didn't want to get hassled. And I did this um, on a trip through Florida with a couple of friends of mine, Jeff Martin, Tom Hill. A bunch of us went down.
3: Hey, Jeff. Hey, Thank uh, you. <laughs> I just threw it there.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, Mark Driscoll. Uh, anyway, hey, we we, uh, we went down to Florida uh, to, to watch uh, spring training baseball. And I just got in my head that it would be really funny. We were going into just diners, fast food places. We weren't going to restaurants. We were just going to places that had, like, picnic tables.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was uh, – my senior year in college, and I was taking a break, a spring break, and I would just go into a place, and I would say, like, you know, I don't want to. Uh, is there kind of a place, like a VIP place? <laughs> and I'd be like, I don't want to make a big deal of it. But it's just a place where I might not get hassled. And these people at, you know, whatever the Pork Shred Hut, <laughs> would be like, Well, I'm, I'm sorry. What, would And it'd be like, I just, I kind of just don't want to get hassled. I just kind of want to just have my meal and not in peace. And they would say, Well, who are you? And I would say look, I don't want to make a big deal of it, but you know the show MASH? And they'd go, yeah. And I'd say, you know, Colonel Potter, Harry Morgan, the actor who plays Colonel Potter? And they'd go, yeah. And I'd say, <clears throat> I'm his grandson. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Jesus.
0: I'm, uh, I'm Dan Morgan, and I would just love it if I could just oh get a minute's piece. And I swear to God, it was really fascinating for me to see which way is this going to go, because half the time they'd be like, oh, wow, I love MASH. Sure, we can get you a table over here. And I'd be like, thank you. I just don't like getting hassled. And then um, half the time they were like, who the fuck cares that you're Harry Morgan's grandson? And I'd be like, look, I'm telling you, you don't want to see what happens when people realize I'm here. And it just gave me so much joy to do that. And it was such a fucking waste of time. And I remembered one time we went into a place and I went, yeah, I'm sorry, you know, you know, Harry Morgan, I'm Dan Morgan. And they went, oh my God, Gary Berg off radar, he comes in here all the time. Oh. And I was to my friends, like, let's get out of here. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's
3: go. This is, has to do with, and then it has nothing to do with what you said. Um, mm-hmm. But one time, Stephanie and I were uh, at a a spa in New York. Mm-hmm. And the woman behind the counter, while we were going to pay, she she said, Lady Gaga's assistant. Lady Gaga's assistant. What? What? She recognized Lady Gaga's assistant behind us. Lady Gaga's assistant was there.
0: You can... Who recognizes Lady Gaga's assistant? This
3: person recognize. I mean... we were baffled, too. We didn't know what was happening. We were like, "What? Well, excuse me? It's Lady Gaga's assistant. Lady Gaga's assistant.
1: You're the only assistant that I think people should recognize.
3: Hey, that's do, nice. Yeah,
1: well, you do bits with Conan and stuff. <laughs> but, right. I mean, that's Lady but that Gaga. gets but, but that gets you put further back Lady in the Gaga's line. Lady
4: yeah. Gaga's assistant. Lady you Gaga's work for
0: assistant. for Conan? Come uh, back in an hour. Get out of here. <laughs> Wait, so, so what happened? Did, the, did Lady Gaga's assistant get to move past you in line?
3: We didn't even know... Who to look at? We didn't know who was Lady Gaga's <laughs> assistant. It was just the person behind the counter was clearly a big fan of Lady Gaga and couldn't believe like or just I, a la- fan of her assistant. Lady Gaga's yeah. assistant must come in there all the time. Right. But when you turn when we turn around, we didn't know who was Lady Gaga's assistant. We just were like, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, anyway, can we? Do you take credit cards? We just we didn't know.
0: That's a level of minutia. That's like, oh my god, you were the grip. <laughs> on (laughs) you you were the grip on Terminator 3 Lady Gaga's assistant Lady Gaga's assistant yeah
3: it was a it was it was (sighs) as though like I can't even imagine if Lady Gaga walked in there you know because it was like oh my god don't freak out don't turn around there's there's, uh, Lady Gaga's assistant (laughs) Lady Gaga's (laughs) (laughs) assistant
0: that's Lady Gaga's fourth <laughs> tax attorney. Lady Gaga's, Lady
3: Gaga's, <laughs> assistant, Lady Gaga's, assistant. that's
1: Harry Morgan's grandson.
0: That's, that's Morgan's grandson. grandson. Dan Morgan. Oh my God! Oh. That, sir, are you Dan Morgan? <laughs> I was a young guy working at a at a fish fry place <laughs> near Orlando, and you came in. I um, go to
3: my own shows, and I because I like to show up just a few minutes before showtime, and I'll yeah. show up, knock on the the stage door, and I can't even get into my own shows. And I have to explain that I'm the sensation. <laughs> I'm the big sensation. Excuse me. Could I, you let me? I in? would
0: be the sensation.
3: You know, the the security guy, not a fan of mine. No clue who I am. Creaking well, the door open a few inches. Yes. Can I help you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. Go away.
0: <laughs> you know, it fascinates me because you have been very honest about your inability. Uh-huh. To uh, to facially identify celebrities, mm-hmm. you uh, did a show about it. It's a, such a funny idea. You don't know when you when you see celebrities often, you don't know who they are. Is yeah, that true?
3: That is very true. It's not because I have facial recognition issues. Um, it's because I just I don't follow pop culture, right? And so um, there's a lot of I mean. The show is called Under a Rock. If you want to look it up,
0: who's one of the biggest celebrities that you failed to identify? Like someone who came up, Kaylee
3: Cuoco. Mm. Wait, oh, you mean I thought you meant on the show? No, just in general, okay, like, whatever, Kale- wherever.
1: Yeah, Lady Gaga's assistant. Lady
3: Gaga's, <laughs> assistant. Lady Gaga's assistant was on, and uh, no, um, out in just my regular life, I had left the Star Trek rap party mm-hmm. and was talking to the executive producer at the. We had left the party and gone over to the hotel and uh, we were standing in the lobby before we went up to our rooms and this woman came around the corner and she said, um, oh, Tig, hi. And I looked at her and I said, hey, I said, wait, were you just at the Star Trek wrap party? And I was in Toronto. I I just assumed that's...
0: How oh, she knew you,
3: yeah. Yeah, and she said, "No, it's me, Anne Hathaway." <laughs> and um, oh, wow,
0: that's a that's a big star. <laughs> and
3: I I immediately was just like, "Oh my god!" Just I just want to go home, you know. And uh-huh. I said, "She said, um, uh, I'm Anne." H-, she said, "No, I'm Anne Hathaway." Um, fr- I met you backstage at the Beck concert, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Right, hi," and um, and I remember I called Stephanie after I got up to my room and just said. Uh, I told her what had happened, and she said, I love that Anne Hathaway dis- explained who she was by saying, it's me, Anne Hathaway, from backstage at Beck's concert. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, she, and Stephanie said, and by the way, I remember when Anne introduced herself to you backstage at Beck's concert. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, but she, what she should have said to you is, it's me, Anne Hathaway, from Anne Hathaway. <laughs> um, no, it is
0: insane to say, hi, I'm I'm Tom Cruise from the 7-Eleven on Pico. Totally. Remember we were oh, we were both in line and we both wanted the same barbecue Slim Jims and you were-
3: You got it before I did. You got it before I did, but yeah. you were nice
0: enough to, to break it in half. Remember I'm that? I'm so
3: well aware of Anne Hathaway now because I was mortified. Uh, and I thought back that I did this- Show that Anne was in Beck was in Beck put on at the uh, Disney uh, amphitheater amphitheater in downtown Los Angeles. But mm-hmm. I just I just don't follow pop culture. I but I follow other things, and that is what I always try to explain to people who say, "There's no, how do you not know who Anne Hathaway is, or how do you not know who? Oh, you've never seen." Whatever show, uh, what about the commercial for the show? Right. And I'm like, well, if I'm not watching TV, then I'm not seeing the commercial. Right. You know? Right. I remember I was at the Paul Simon tribute recently and Mm -hmm. um, all these different country music and even though Singers. you were
0: there, you didn't know who Paul Simon was. No, I'm very aware of Paul Simon. But <laughs> who's that's our little thing? guy up there? What's happening?
3: <laughs> the, the whole night, I'm like, I'm aware of who everyone is, even down to the country singer Eric Church. Yep. And my friend who's sitting with me, I'm like, oh, my God. I said, oh, my God, I love Eric Church. And he's like, oh, I don't even know who this guy is. But that's a moment where I could turn and be like, how do you not know who Eric Church is? Sure. Because... It's stuff I follow, so I would be projecting onto my friend. Why don't you know who Brad Paisley or Eric Church is? See, you know,
0: my example is in the 1940s and 50s. There were about 25 celebrities, mm-hmm. and that's all there were. Yeah, and everybody knew who everybody was. Yeah, and so there's Jerry Lewis. Oh my God, mm-hmm. you know there's Jack Benny. Here comes Doris Day. Lady
3: There's- Gaga's assistant, Lady assistant. Right, exactly. But now,
0: uh, and, I, and I do believe it's been, I think it's been proven, uh, people that study the human brain say that because the world has changed much more quickly than we could ever, uh, you know, mm-hmm. than our brains could ever uh, adapt to. So we have these brains that are meant to know about 45 people in a village. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's kind of what we're supposed to know. And yet we are being asked to know, what are you talking about? It's the biggest loser. Yeah. Don't you know you know that's Jerry from you know, the biggest loser yeah, that, who <laughs> lost
3: twenty-five yeah, pounds in a <laughs> week? That's Jerry Hallahan
0: who lost twenty-five pounds. And then he, he cried when he accidentally broke down and ate all that custard out of a out of a out of a milk pail. You know, and and, and, and no, so,
3: but I know who Eric Church is. I know,
0: but I I'm I'm constantly when I <clears throat> when I go into um, you know, the supermarket and I'm going through the checkout thing. I'll see a magazine and I won't know who anybody is on the cover, because it will say things like, you know, Sheila tells Brooke Benson, you've got <laughs> one last chance, buddy boy. <laughs> and I don't know who any of them are. And then I always look up at it and says, Sheila from, you've got an onion, that's my hat. Uh, and Brooke Benson from, you know, <laughs> you've got, got a, a dollar, get, got a dollar, I'll give you a peso. You know, reality shows. <laughs> this is all real.
2: <gasps> no, there's a guy
0: named Ant Anstead. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who that I is. Know. I yeah. know who he is. Okay. Who I don't know it? who he I, I ask my, Listeners, and we have a lot of listeners. We're this isn't, you know, we're this isn't some uh, punk ass operation. We've got a lot of listeners out there. Who the fuck is Aunt Anstead? Because I'll Ooh. just see things that are like Aunt Anstead said. I don't know that since the breakup, I'm still pretty sad.
2: Yeah, and then have on page, page on here,
0: yeah. Well, no, we can't find him. We've been looking. He <laughs> doesn't exist.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I've never even heard the name. Who is he? he?
2: He 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 used to date the woman who was on I think it was Flipper Flop, oh, and then oh, and, I've for never, and then they, they no, got married, then they broke up, and now he's dating Renee Zellweger. So
0: okay, now yeah, I but know you, Renee. You guys but like now we're on solid ground. Because yeah. I yeah. know who Renee I know Zellweger who is. She is. But what you did is it took you seven moves. Yeah. <laughs> he was on flip, flap and fly. <laughs> yeah. And he was with Janine. And, yeah. right? and then she
3: got the onion. Right. Then she yeah. got the onion and he <gasps> went over for to a Peso. Yeah. And then Renee. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then they
0: went over to the show, Who Wants to Buy a Mule? And, then, um, <laughs> I'd and then they split up. And then they went with you know and and what happens is it's it's this system that it, it's no skin off my back. I just don't know who these people are. And I don't have yeah. enough time in life to figure well, it out. Yeah. I do know minor character actors. There was a guy who always played the old man <laughs> in TV shows in the 70s, and his name was Burt Mustin. Mm. <laughs> and, I, and as a kid, Why do he would that? show up on like Archie Bunker saying, Well, I, I lost my penny, it, you know, and I, can you help me, Archie Bunker? And I go, like, Hey, it's Burt Mustin.
1: <laughs> on the latest episode that just came out, you referenced Tova Borgnine's lawyer, <laughs> Ernest Borgnine's wife's yeah, lawyer. Yeah, Tova, of course. Yeah.
0: I always knew stuff like that. I'm just saying that my mind is filled now. It's so crazy now because there are some people who start out on the fringe and then they become so big just through this process that's mysterious to all of us that everyone has to reckon with them. It just occurred to me that Vladimir Putin knows who Pete Davidson is. Whoa. Like, you You know that Vladimir Putin yeah. has been like, as you seen, he was not. <laughs> he has not been on SNL for several weeks, you know. And he's Pete Davidson. And they're like, you got to really focus on the war we're in right now. Okay, but I, it's troubling. I don't know. Is he going to leave? Is he with the Jenners now? How does it work? Does he go with the Kardashians? You know, like, you know that... <laughs> That's how big Pete Davidson is now and God bless him but he's that that huge figures that are affect the future of the world yeah He's taking up one or two brain cells in there.
3: Mm. Mm. Absolutely.
0: And um, you know, Ant Anstead hasn't quite achieved that yet, but no. he's getting there because he's in my head now. I've are talking him.
3: about him. Sorry, yeah, yeah.
0: on this about him a huge lot. podcast. Well, of yeah. course, because he was on Flop, Flipped, and Floon. <laughs> you know,
2: flip or flop?
1: Well, No. Was it we Will <laughs> Fix Your Flu? It was a show <laughs> about chimneys. So it's just a show about beach sandals.
3: You guys don't. You guys don't watch HGTV at all?
1: Only when I'm in a hotel.
3: Oh, it's the best.
1: When I'm I don't any- think I've
3: ever turned a TV on in a hotel except for when I was a child. Really? That's the really? best thing? The to just watch TV. No, on? Oh. I don't turn the TV on. Murder shows. I don't ever I don't ever watch anything. I'll watch a documentary because I have a documentary film <laughs> podcast. Right, right. I'll watch a documentary for that episode. And so I'll watch something once a week, but other than that
0: I will watch First of all, I adore documentaries. I love documentaries. I do too, um, and I really love murder. And so you should listen
3: to Tig and Cheryl' true story.
0: I'm I I am going to because okay. it sounds like you guys. You talk a lot about murder.
3: We do a lot of murder. We do a lot, like this week is uh, not murder, but it's uh, the Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. Scandal. Yeah. scandal, yeah. A lot of scandals, a lot of murders, um, but it's uh, it's If a- there's a
0: scandal that results in a murder, I'm ecstatic. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm not pro-murder. I don't want to have the wrong idea yeah, You're out there. pro-murder. You well, yeah. if I could get away with it and not be prosecuted, I don't want to go to jail.
3: <laughs> well, and also to be very fair, um, it's Cheryl Hines and I on the show. So mm-hmm. we're old friends, and there's a lot of nonsense that goes on. So it's not like investigative reporter or NPR vibe. Right. So we – Well,
1: that's good because we don't do nonsense on this podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Very okay. Yeah, we'll but
3: anyone take... listening to this podcast, it's like, oh, good. I want to hear – it's – no, it's not that.
0: <laughs> so um, I've noticed recently that there's this phenomenon – where and I think it really is because of the Netflix of it all, where they have to pad out a podcast because yeah. companies, channels want streaming services. I'm saying they don't want two episodes or one episode of a pod, of, mm-hmm. of a documentary. They really want like five or six, and if you can get to seven, that's great. Mm-hmm. But it'll be a story that could be told in one in mm-hmm. maybe two episodes yeah. Yeah. for
3: sure. And what's what, happening? And
0: what they'll do is I'll be watching it. and They'll be like, we sure don't know what happened to to Betty Lou no one knows what happened to Betty Lou they found her over there and which
3: documentary is that
0: this is called whatever happened to Betty Lou oh okay sure (laughs) seven
3: episodes seven episodes and
0: so they'll say like they found her over there she was still alive when we found her what did she say she said Derek did it and we're like Derek who and she's like Derek P. Samuelson and then she died what was found on the scene a gun whose gun was it it's registered to a Derek P. Samuelson. (laughs) Well, we better think about this for six episodes. Where does Derek Samuelson live? Over there. Think we should go arrest him? Mm, Not just yet. First, let's talk about the town. The little town of McNulty is a kind of crazy town. In 1822, you're like, no, go get Derek. He's right over there.
3: My my wife and I were... um, I mean, this is how much I don't watch things, is she was like, let's have a night where we just get in bed and watch TV together. And so I was like, Okay. And um and so we got in bed, get the remote. We were actually in a hotel room in oh, New Orleans. Oh, yes. Mm, okay. Mm.
4: okay. All yeah. right, we're gonna... You caught me in I a lie.
3: You. Yeah. Um gotcha. So we're flipping through the thousands of channels mm-hmm. past Every rerun, every new show, every, every everything on there, and then I piped up genuinely and said, and she makes fun of me for this to this day. She said, or I said, um, "Wait, wait, 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 go back, go back. What was that? Was that a wagon?" <laughs> <laughs> a wagon. And, uh, and she said, "What?" And she went back a few channels. And we couldn't find it. And she said, what, what was it? And I said, I don't know. I thought I saw a wagon and I thought I, my brain made up that it was a series of the history of wagons. You
1: mean like a kid's <laughs> like a radio flyer? Wagon, no, like, like an old chuck L- wagon. Yeah, oh. chuck
3: wagon. Oh. And I thought what oh I saw God. made my brain think it was the history of wagons and i was so i wanted to see that the history of wagons and then i we were laughing so hard that that out of everything that we were flipping through is what that's so my brain if somebody said there is a show on the history of wagons i would watch that and i would watch because this is the other thing is she was saying what Let's say it was the history of wagons. Then, like, what are they going to talk about? And, see, that's and, how
0: we're different. I love it that my uh, version of that is flipping through, flipping through, flipping through, naked lady, you know, oh. uh, what, whatever. Just if you see some nudity, yeah. you're immediately, I'm sorry, you go right back to your to your adolescent brain, like, there's a naked lady. I just want to see what's going on. And your version of that is, hold on a second. I think I saw a wagon.
3: And I would watch another episode that's like, uh, the history of history of wagons this week, the axle. Right. You know, j- <laughs> like I, I could break it down and watch the minutia of how to build a wagon, wh- who who created the wagon, who rode in a wagon. Um, Sounds
1: like you need to make this show.
3: Well, I'm all right. You're pitching on. it.
1: She's pitching it right <laughs> yeah. now.
3: Yeah. Conan, you want to produce it? I only the history of wagons. I'll do it.
0: <laughs> you know what I'd like to do is I'd like, I'd, like to be the, I'd like to be the narrator.
3: Absolutely. I could
0: walk out and go, ah, the wagon. So <laughs> often taken for granted. Yet you realize that the wagon was uh, the primary source of transportation
1: for all settlers but who in think the Western about, region. Think
3: about the actual wagon and the bench you sit on and the big wooden wheels and...
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. It, do- yeah. it
3: doesn't interest you? No, it I mean, does. It t- certainly to does. To take all comedy of like, ha ha, Tig, that's boring, no. out of the picture. No, no, no. Okay.
0: I, I do think um going to be hard to get 15 episodes.
1: Here. I think you need to start with what a, about a special saying, hello, hotel guest. Hello, hotel
0: guest. Yeah. And welcome. I understand that uh, you have peculiar tastes, <laughs> which is why I'm thrilled. <laughs> To welcome you. I hope you've boiled the uh, top sheet on the bed <laughs> before we begin. That's what I always do. Uh, and I hope you've burned the comforter. Because God knows it that's, never, that's, it. Never, yeah. that's never <laughs> been clean. The, the only
2: hotel guest not watching Forensic Files and watching a wagon show. Uh, yeah. I
0: love Forensic Files. Yeah, But a Forensic Files about the wagon yes. would be fine.
3: The History of Wagon. <laughs> Narrated by... Conan O'Brien. Right. Ah, the wagon. Ah, the wagon.
0: (laughs) The mighty warrior of the West. So often, take it for granted, but not on this show. Over the next 75 episodes, <laughs> we'll start with the wheel, we'll go to the axle, see, then to the springs and then if I try cushion to... the bench.
3: <laughs> the springs. There's no spring mm. on the wagon. I think there was a spring. Not in the 1800s. Or... Oh,
0: there was. Springs weren't no. invented in the 1800s?
3: Whenever I am around a television and I tell Stephanie, wait, 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 go back. She's always like, "Would well, did you see a wagon? Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 um... I yeah. want to make
0: sure I get the word out oh. because I, I, our listeners don't know this, but uh, Tig very aggressively put on uh, her her jacket and was like, "I'm out of here." Um, I
3: don't want to leave.
0: Oh, you have to go oh. once you put on the jacket. That I was cold.
3: Me, My little oh. hop drink is making me cold.
0: Well, maybe you should have had some mead. <laughs> you know, something warm, a warm Middle Ages drink. Mead. No. Mm. A mead. goblet
3: of mead. Do you know what
0: mead is? You would know what mead is. is it a
3: sweet wine?
0: It's a wine that's been heated, I think, and has oh. a little cinnamon in it. Mm. It's what people drank when, they're, when they only lived for like nine years. Mm. That's why. And they just didn't give a shit what yeah. went in their mouth. <laughs> they just take this wine and heat it up. <laughs> Throw a lot of cinnamon in it and drink it. And then go die.
3: At age nine.
0: At nine. <laughs> the age of nine. Wow, you've got a big beard. That's right. (laughs) Kids have beards when they're nine in these middle ages. (laughs) Uh, Hello again, your tour. Uh Tickets are available at tignotaro.com. Um, there's
3: only a few dates left on the tour. At, the tour is basically over, but there's I a few I love plugging shows. things that are over. Yeah, there's a few shows that are still out there. And like um, this weekend is my album release, but this won't come out in time. But my album will be around. I
0: don't know when this gets heard. This may not be heard for seven years. We like to sometimes let them sit for seven years. <laughs> okay, to, good. To cure, you know, like cure yeah. like a fine. Well, my
3: porchetta. album will always be around and it's called Drawn. And it's the audio from my animated uh, HBO special that came out, um, I don't know, last year.
0: I'm a fan of all things TIG. You know that.
3: And I, you. I love you, Conan.
0: I love you too. Yeah. You're really funny and you're a good person.
3: That's how I feel about you. Can I come hang out here? You could. Why not? So is it that I can only hang out and wander around, have snacks if you're here?
0: No, we're going to actually get a flag and fly it when I'm here. Sort of like when the queen's in the palace. This is true, right? This is true. I'm yeah. determined to get a flag that flies when I'm in residence. <laughs> yes. And so you'll know. And it's oh, like, when I'm not say. here, you come by and
3: hang okay. out. Have some snacks. Yeah, but well, I- The best When day the is queen gonna be is in.
1: When the black smoke comes out the
0: window. Oh. Yeah, that means we have a new Conan. <laughs> we have a new Conan. Um...
3: Well, thanks right. for having me.
0: Are you kidding? And, um, uh, Drawn is the uh, HBO. It's the album it's off the album. of the uh, comedy special, right? That's right. And um, and Tig and Cheryl, true story. Yeah, uh, we talk Cheryl about Hines. murder, and um, that sounds like a podcast right up my alley. And I will listen to that podcast.
3: And we we talk about other things, murder. It's like also, it's a lot of everything. Okay. And then I have Don't Ask Tig, which you've been on, yeah. which is uh, was a fun episode. Where it was I a fun episode. give advice. We had and, a good
0: time, and I think it was terrible advice.
3: Yeah. Yeah, we did a terrible job, but I had a good time. We had a lot of laughs. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But I think you more or less told me to drop dead. Um,
3: Um, That's not true.
0: Okay. It's not true. Um, I just said that.
3: But yeah, thanks. Thanks again. Well,
0: we're going to end on some real Tig Notaro energy here with just kind of a muttering.
3: I'm having a. a, um,
0: Hoppy, refreshing drink.
3: Yeah, but I'm having a flashback. What is it? Uh, Deja deja vu. vu? Deja vu.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. When you said déjà vu, it reminded me of the time someone said déjà vu. I don't get it. Oh God, so quiet here. Breathe in. in. Notaro, thank you so much for being here.
3: Thank you, come in. Thank You're,
0: you. You're idle. Oh wow, that's crazy. I can't believe you said. I didn't it. hear that. Just add it in later. No.
3: I feel gay. <laughs> <laughs> Hate crime. Hate crime. <laughs>
0: You know, it's only a matter of time until your check engine light comes on, which could equal an expensive repair bill. And a new engine can cost up to six thousand dollars.
2: Don't I know it?
0: But this is why you need this product I'm about to mention right now. Okay, Car Shield. Mm. Car Shield offers plans with low monthly rates that you can pay for your expensive repairs on your out of warranty car, truck, or SUV. It's so nice to have that protection of Car Shield. I know. I believe that's my belief. Some people have other beliefs, maybe religious beliefs. I think Car Shield. Car (laughs) Shield plans provide protection on up to 5,000 major parts and systems, including items like transmission, Mm. engine, even your entertainment system. Mm. Just call Car Shield and choose the mechanic to do the work. Car Shield administrators will handle the rest and save you money. Look, I saw your car today. You've got a beautiful car, but you've got to haul your family around in this car. This is a vital piece of machinery for you. You need Car Shield.
2: I do. And, you know, I you know I don't take care of my cars very well. So CarShield, it would definitely come in.
0: You know, handy. and also, with their A rating from the BBB, don't ask me, CarShield is the name you can trust to save you money on covered auto repairs. Now's the time to make the smart choice and protect yourself from the sky-high auto repair bills. Visit CarShield.com slash Conan. Save 20% today. Again, that's CarShield.com slash Conan to save 20%. Visit carshield.com slash Conan to lock in your price today. Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend is sponsored by ADT, introducing ADT Self-Setup, featuring everything from motion sensors to Google Nest Cam and the Nest doorbell with a battery or wired option. Your choice. Easily install the ADT self-setup security system at your convenience. You don't need heavy-duty tools. And if you do need help, ADT can provide virtual assistance along the way. Self-setup from ADT grows, moves, and adapts as your needs change. You can add more products at any time, and your system easily moves wherever life takes you. It also features Nest Cams that can tell the difference between a person, an animal, a vehicle, or with the Nest doorbell, even a package. These things are getting so smart. Plus... When every second counts, you can trust ADT's 24-7 professional monitoring. You can view video of an alarm event and verify or cancel an alarm with just one quick tap. Now everyone can get trusted security from ADT installed your way with no long-term contracts. When the most trusted name in home security adds the intelligence of Google, well, you've got a home with no worries. Go to ADT.com today or call 1-800-ADT-ASAP. Google, Nest Cam, Nest Doorbell, and Nest Aware are all trademarks of Google LLC. This is a very exciting day. Let me explain what's happening. Uh, right now, myself, uh, Matt Gorley, and Sona are broadcasting for the very first time in our new podcast space.
1: Mm-hmm. It's beautiful.
0: This is has been a dream of mine for quite a while. Uh, as many of you know, this podcast started how long ago? It was about four, oh, over three, three years ago. Three years ago. Over three years ago, we started the podcast, and at the time, it was pre-COVID, a year pre-COVID, I think, mm-hmm. we started doing the podcast. Uh I was still doing my television show out of Warner Brothers' studio, and so we just seized a room. Wasn't it the band's dressing room? It was the band's old dressing room. We kicked them out and <laughs> said, uh, you'll perform nude from now on. <laughs> and um so we started broadcasting from there. It wasn't properly soundproofed. We were just having fun goofing around. We, we didn't anticipate this podcast becoming anything uh, more than just a, a fun distraction uh, for ourselves. So even though things have gone gangbusters, we were in the Warner Brothers space for a while. It was comical because I would be talking to really big guests and they'd be telling uh, incredible heartbreaking stories, <laughs> and you'd hear trucks backing up, <laughs> because all that happens on the Warner Brothers lots is trucks drive in, they don't even have anything in them, and then they all throw that into reverse, and eek, eek, eek. <laughs> and so um, it, was, uh, it was very loud, very noisy, very kooky. You could hear if anybody in the building uh, you know, changed their mind about something, <laughs> you heard it. <laughs> uh, and so it... We did that for a while. Then COVID came along. Of course, we went to Zoom. Then after COVID started to loosen up a little bit, we were out of the Earwolf studios, but we never had a home. We've no. always been wandering around nomadically looking for a place to land. About a year ago, um, I decided I want a home. I want a, a home where if I'm Peewee, I want this to be Peewee's Playhouse. I, I need a place where I can hang out, um, waste people's time. uh, Writers can gather. We can start working on all these fun projects and we can do our podcast. So we went on a search. We found this building. Adam says it's about a year ago. We purchased this building and they've been working on it. And they just said, it's, it's done. Come on in. And it's great.
2: It's really nice. It's, it's so nice. I am I feel nervous. I said earlier, I don't know if I could talk about dicks in here. It's just too nice.
0: You can talk about dicks anywhere.
1: The I, table Sona. and console are shaped like a dick. <laughs> that is your we open invitation.
0: We just noticed that.
2: I know, but I just feel like it's so nice. I have my hands clasped on my lap, and no, I'm like- uh. you will
0: quickly forget. Okay. And, and I know you, Sona. I've seen you. I, I've been to- uh, all these fancy places with you yeah. all around the world. We've been to embassies, we've been to cathedrals. The, the White House. We've been to the White House. You always find a way to talk about dicks. <laughs> so I'm not worried about that. It's impressive. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it
2: is my gift, you're right, it is. Uh, yeah. One of
0: many gifts. Yeah, thank no, you. No, wait, no, the gift, you're oh, right. Oh, yep, yep, yep. So uh, anyway, we're in, this, um, we're in this amazing place and I'm very happy here. And they've done a beautiful job. Oh, it's I
4: awesome. want to give a
0: shout out to Eduardo.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Eduardo here. Eduardo, what is your last name? You told me and I remembered saying I'll never remember it.
1: It's uh, it's Perez. Okay. Not difficult to remember. Not at all. No.
0: no. Yeah, no. But but Eduardo uh, is a, a genius and he has been taking good care of us setting up this podcast space.
1: Teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. Oh, it's Gorgeous.
0: Did this you is make the... that up? <laughs> I love it when people say total team effort, but then don't mention anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, Eduardo.
2: <laughs> and that's, Will is sitting right yeah, next yeah, to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Will.
0: No, no. Uh, Will Bechtin, uh Eduardo Perez, uh, and also uh, Sarah Fedorovich has yeah. done so much to get this going. And of course, our own Erica Brown. Oh, I E-B mean, and, and if I start day, uh, yeah, EB gets it done. Yeah. Uh, Chris Hayes, uh, genius. Everybody's right. been working so hard.
2: Da- David Crevally. Um,
0: yes. Oh my yeah. God. Oh my God. And and that's why. Um, I just want to also say Blay, <clears throat> Blay and Beslow both get shout outs, but no, they also have absolutely been not. me saying that we should make it clear that this is not even fully done so that if people see this,
2: that they're not. Oh, uh, No, no, no.
0: It's going to get only better and better and better. And I'm fine with giving uh, Beslow a shout out. Blay. You know, I've worked with him too long. We've been together now like 20 years. There are many videos of me physically punching Blay right. over the mm. years back when that was allowed. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Was it ever allowed? Never was. It, it never was,
0: was never allowed. It was
2: never okay for you to punch people.
0: I would always ask him beforehand, may I strike you? And <laughs> no, he would say, I never yes, heard you, you say that. No, Blay has done, a, has done an law. amazing job. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole team has been working very, and, and I cannot tell you, I'm like a kid in a candy store, and I know... Um, COVID, you know, there's, has been this very disruptive period for everybody all around the world. And I never knew how much I needed to be in a space. As you know, I grew up in a big family yep. and we were all crammed in together and that's what I like. And we have not had that. And so just, I don't know, I almost practically got emotional when I walked in. It was my birthday just coincidentally, Yeah, but it was my birthday when they finally let us come in here, just Total people said, What are you doing today? And I said, I I think I just got myself a building <laughs> for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like the most entitled thing in the world, you know? It's
2: not, it's cool. No, no, it's- It's, uh, o- it's your offices. It's a really cool space. I feel beautiful. like it's a place people would want to come to do work. Like, I would actually want to come here and work.
0: Yeah, this oh, place is Sona. incredible. what happened to you? I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, and no,
0: it really is. And, and, and you were kind of stunned, weren't I you? I was
1: blown away. This is the nicest podcast studio I've ever been in. And I've recorded podcasts in some of the finest closets in houses <laughs> of people. But this is gorgeous, and it's yeah. so state of the art. This is walnut table shaped like a big it dick. It smells balls. good. We were smelling it. Like also, dick and
0: ball. you know what's uh, you know what's <laughs> fascinating is um, the also they are gonna they have really good cameras now yeah. in here, and so we went from not having cameras to having basically. Uh, 7-Eleven security
1: cameras, (laughs) so I'd be- We set up four ring doorbell cameras.
0: Yeah, so I'd be talking to (laughs) President Barack Obama and it, it, it literally did look like two guys in a in a weed deal <laughs> gone bad in an alley that the police were reviewing. That's what it looked like. And uh, more so because um, well, he tried to buy weed from me. Oh what? Like, yeah, that's that's what happened. I said, hey, I'm not holding. from um, you. Yeah. No. Good luck.
2: You've got written narc- all over you. I know. Are you kidding? <laughs> you're the trying last to trap person you. Yeah. I would ever buy weed from. Uh, you're no, such no, a the cop. president the
0: president was we- <laughs> President Obama was wearing a wire at the time. Yeah. So Conan, would you uh, uh, <laughs> like to purchase uh, some uh, some marijuana?
4: <laughs> Your Obama <laughs> impression.
0: <laughs> I'll do it better. So, uh, Conan, would you uh, maybe enjoy some
2: marijuana? That's, is that it? That's it. Better. better.
0: It's getting better. better. No, is it getting better that's or worse? Good. Mm. It's clipped. He's very clipped. Yeah. I'm not. I don't do impressions, but he's very clipped.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Conan, would you maybe like to purchase some? Marijuana? <laughs> All right. Well, I won't do impressions anymore. Um, they're good. That was good. Anyway, it's, um, nice. It's so nice to be here and I can feel the creative juices it starting to, feel to burble right.
1: there's because there's a lot yet. I want
0: to do. People home. have been asking me since I, it's not just the podcast, but people have been asking me like, what's, what's coming? And I've known that I want to be making stuff, putting stuff out there. But first things first, we need to have this place we need to have this weird clubhouse where we can get together and have uh, lots of terrible ideas and then occasionally a good one and uh, (laughs) that's um, that should be the name of my production company (laughs) (laughs) lots of bad ideas and occasionally a good one Uh, and um, so I'm just I'm Couldn't be happier. That's pure joy you're hearing in my voice. Really? And yeah, (laughs) that's about as good as it gets. Well,
2: congrats, Conan. Yeah, Yeah, congrats. This is a big deal. And congrats. I think it's very cool that you have this space. And
0: I'm very happy and so grateful to everybody that made this happen. And uh, and it's only going to. Start to look and sound better. And uh, happy
1: birthday. We got you a building. Yeah. I know. Thank yeah. you.
2: <laughs> Matt and I bought it for yeah, you.
1: <laughs> there's giant candles on the roof that you have to go blow out. <laughs> Just
0: torches. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to make next year's birthday really hard Tough. to top. We're yeah. looking
1: at the Queen Mary. Last year I got a building. <laughs> We're going
2: to buy the Queen Mary? Yeah, yeah. If you
1: know they're trying to get rid of it. What? Yeah. No. Yeah, they want to sink it. At one point they were gonna sink it. No, they're not. Wait a minute. Yes.
0: We should move this building and put it in the Queen Mary. I know. Then we can drive around on the high seas where there are no FCC laws. Yes. And do
1: whatever we want. Yes. Can you imagine? I
0: know. Yes, that's what we're gonna do. This building that we just got would fit inside the Queen Mary. This will
1: be the bridge, the new bridge. I can't
0: wait to see how this meeting goes at the bank. (laughs) Now what is it you want to do Mr. O'Brien? <laughs> you know I just I, I got this uh, kind of small townhouse uh, in in Los Angeles. Yes. Uh-huh, yes, oh yes, we know. We handled the loan. Right. What I like to do is move that into the Queen Mary and purchase the Queen Mary.
1: Oh, we have a loan for that. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, that sounds sound to me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Pre-approved.
0: And then I want to sail around the world in the dilapidated Queen Mary (laughs) with a a, uh, Los Angeles townhouse in it.
1: Another option is they're giving away the lifeboats for free. All you have to do is prove if you can take them. You should put one of those in
0: here. Guys, that's what went wrong on the Titanic just before they set sail. They offered to give the lifeboats away to people for, and a bunch of podcasters took them as a gag, and they were like, "You sure you don't need them?" No, this thing's unsinkable. You think we're gonna hit an iceberg? Remember that? Pacific. Yeah, I remember this very well. Podcasts were just getting started. It was nineteen twelve. Wax casts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They said, "Hey, free Titanic lifeboat giveaways! uh, If uh, and you can use them in your podcast studio." And then they said, "Well, off we are to an for an uneventful
1: maiden voyage."
0: They actually said that, which was weird. Yeah,
1: the slogan was "What could go wrong?" Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um,
0: Anyway, happy to be here and uh, Mazel Tov.
1: More to come. Yep. Conan O'Brien needs a friend. With Conan O'Brien, Sona Mufsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Joanna Solitaroff, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson and Cody Fisher at Earwolf. Theme song by The White Stripes. Incidental music by Jimmy Vivino. Take it away, Jimmy. Our supervising producer is Aaron Blair, and our associate talent producer is Jennifer Samples. Engineering by Will Beckton. Additional production support by Mars Melnick. has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf.
0: Life is a highway and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches, but there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about
4: this juicy gem
2: of a detour.